This is the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour. Supported by Albertson. And broadcasting live from the Omni Frisco at the Star. Here we go. Brought to you by Miller Lite. The only beer the Cowboys. Albertsons, the official supermarket and pharmacy of the Dallas Cowboys. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Bacardi, live passionately, drink responsibly. Bacardi, and by Mahindra. Find your nearest Mahindra dealer at texasmahindradealers.com. Now, your hosts, Jeff Cavanaugh, Taylor Stern, and Brad Shan. Welcome, everybody. It's Victory Monday on the Cowboys Hour. Thanks for coming out. Now we are in. We are on our regular Monday night spot at six o'clock for the Cowboys Hour, the Miller's Miller Lite Cowboys Hour, uh, sponsored by Albertsons. We are near our regular location. We are actually uh, at, but not in. How's that? At, but not in the Omni Frisco, and uh, the fans who are here tonight to see. Some real live hot boys. Hot boys. Hot boys. In the building. They are in the building, and you, you guys, uh, you guys had to know that you wanted to come here and find this tonight. So hats off to you. Congratulations. It's Victory Monday. Five in a row. Five in a row. And so uh, we we just had to have uh, some more hot boys action. And so here are Malik Collins and Daniel Ross. And thank you both very much for being here. Now. Let me just tell you this, um, Malik normally is a man of action. He is normally a man of a few words, somewhat soft-spoken, belying the way he plays. Am I doing all right so far? You doing good. Okay, good. <laughs> now, With that he, soft tone. But, but he's got a little more, he's got a little more of that Barry White thing going on tonight because he's got a sore throat and uh, do you have a head cold or just a sore throat? No. Just lost my voice. Just lost your voice. Okay, screaming in the huddle, probably. And that was going on some yesterday. So th this guy will talk with pain. He'll play with pain. He'll talk with pain. He'll sack you with pain. He will do whatever it takes. And uh, so we're very grateful that you are here under those adverse conditions. And what we said, who will we put with Malik? And Malik said, Daniel Ross. I won't have to talk much if we get Ross. <laughs> so there's a lot of reasons why we're happy to have Daniel Ross here, but it's good to have you here. Oh, Daniel. Yeah. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Uh, we're delighted to have all of you who are with us uh, on the Cowboys Radio Network, wherever you are. Those of you who are uh, watching live or later in the week, streamed on uh, DallasCowboys.com. I will just give you a couple of little program notes. Um, next week, what's the date today? The 10th? Next week, we will actually be back in the concourse of the Ford Center at the Star. We will have room in there on the 17th. We will not have a show on Christmas Eve. Be Sorry, with your guys. family on Christmas Eve. If you don't have a family, make a friend and be with them <laughs> on Christmas Eve. We will, we will have a party on New Year's Eve. We Woo. will have a show on New Year's Eve. And First playoff week? as soon as the Cowboys have mathematically clinched their playoff spot, which mathematically hasn't happened yet, then we'll be able to tell you that we will have a show on Monday night, January 7th, 2019. And we'll keep going as long as they keep going. 
And so the way you guys are going, it looks like we hopefully are going to be doing a whole bunch more shows. Thanks so, for that. Yeah, th thanks for that. <laughs> is, is right. Is there any better motivation than knowing that if you win, more. another cowboy hour happens? <laughs> yeah. Is there any better motivation? That's than what that? they say in the huddle. They're just like, more cowboys hour. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. Um, so I want to start with, uh, I, I want to start with um, Malik, uh, and, and, but both of you talk a little bit about that. That felt to me yesterday like watching Rocky one. It, it was like a big slugfest, a heavyweight fight, and of course it had to go overtime, and of course there had to be that, that many plays in the end. What was it like playing in there? Were you just exhausted at the end? Man, it was intense. I can tell you that. Uh... By the end of the game... D. Ross, bring that microphone right up in front of your face. We don't want to miss a syllable. Okay. All right. By the end of the game, I was I was beat. I was beat. I know this man was beat. If I was beat, he was beat. Malik, by the way, if he pauses before he uh, responds, is drinking hot tea with lemon or honey? He said lemon. Oh, uh, oh, definitely put some honey in it. Honey, too. Okay. We'll get some something sweet in there for you. So, uh, w were you just drained at the end yesterday? Uh, not really. It wasn't too many plays. For the, the defense? Yeah, it wasn't a lot of defensive plays in the game. Um, I think somewhere starting the fourth quarter, we had about, like, 29 plays. And, um, you know, we was fresh going into overtime, so we was prepared to go back out there if we needed to. So if Ross was exhausted and you weren't, is, are you just in way better shape than Daniel? Is that what they're Yeah, that's, that's what it comes down to. I was drained emotionally. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm right. stressful game. I am right with you there. Well, Daniel, I like that one. you said that, drained emotionally. I think Cowboys fans were drained emotionally because they knew what the game meant, what was on the line as far as playoff hopes and what it meant for the NFC East. How much do you guys buy into that, knowing that, or is it just a nameless, faceless opponent? They're just not talking to that one. I say um, we try to treat it like a nameless, faceless opponent, but, you know, we know the severity, what could happen if we didn't win that game yesterday and, you know, yeah. how important it was for our future. How much or how does it happen? And it seems like this happens a lot in the NFL. You guys have an incredible defense this year. But when it gets to the point of the fourth quarter and they were able to start moving the ball and putting up some points, what changed? Did you, did you feel like anything changed with you guys or them or just it's really tough to stop an NFL team for 48 minutes? Um, a little bit of both. Yeah. I mean, it was a big switch of momentum. You know, they got some momentum. They had some good defensive stops. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they were able to score a few touchdowns and you know, tie the game up. So, uh, do you guys believe in the backs against the wall mentality that I've been hearing preached? I think I've heard Tyrone, Demarcus, and you started smiling, Malik. What do you think about that? Um, we hear it all the time. You know, Coach Garrett, he, he repeated over and over and over again and uh, beat it into us. And, yeah. You know, so I'm used to hearing it. What does that mean to you, though, when you hear backs against the wall? I mean, well, it's true. We have to, you know, we have to win if we want to keep playing in the playoffs and uh i mean it's a nice mentality to have but it's something that i always try to look at yeah daniel tell us a little bit about your journey to the nfl because everybody's got their own individual story malik nebraska yeah. third round dallas cowboys <laughs> looking into how you got here that your path is a little bit different yeah my path is uh, a lot different from a lot of guys in the league uh, i started at the juco did two years there what Wait, don't make it sound like jail now. Come on. <laughs> At the Juco. I did two years. I, I did, did my I, two years. I got out. You know, 
I did uh, two seasons at uh, Northeast Mississippi. It was it was good. It was a good time, but I did uh, two years, two and a half years in the CFL, and that was a struggle up there. But uh, I had a good agent. I had a good man behind me, Matt Strigel. Shout out to him. Uh, he never stopped fighting for me, and I never stopped fighting for him. And um, uh, what was it? 2017. I got my shot to come to the NFL. So. What was the what was the struggle of the CFL? I know you had an injury up there at one point, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I had a meniscus tear. Uh, sat me out for a whole season, and I just I was cut from a team. I was on I went to two teams back and forth for one team cut me, and then the next season, well, next year I was back on that same team, and then they cut me again for absolutely no reason, but we're not going to get into all that. Uh, and then I went to another team, and they just screwed me around. Who's the first person you give a hug to when you were on the Dallas Cowboys active roster? The first person? Yeah. Oh, it was my mom. Well, not even my mom, though. It was it was my godmother. She was she was right there. I gave, That was my first hug. So Jeff and I were talking about, uh, uh, since we're on your, your travelogue, Daniel, uh, and and for people who don't know, now both of these men were outstanding high school athletes, as you would expect, and not just in football. So once upon a time, what are you laughing at already? Now, huh? <laughs> Come on, you were a pretty good basketball player in Louisville, right? Yeah, most of, most of. In fact, most of. In most fact, of. there there's some scholarship that says that you were at one time the number two low post basketball player in the state of Kentucky. Yeah. Is Kentucky good for basketball? What? Just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. We all know the answer. How did to that you one. not wind up how did you not wind up playing basketball somewhere in the state of Kentucky? Didn't uh, have to be UK. Western, my, Eastern. My football coach, uh, he told me that my calling was football. So my sophomore year I didn't play football until my sophomore year high right. school. So, so let me just get this. Your football coach, whose job is to find football players, said, oh, no, you're not a basketball <laughs> player. We Never mind what all those scouts say. You, exactly. You're a football player. Uh, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so I, I gave it a try uh, my sophomore year. And first play, I came down, kickoff, open field, hitting. He was out for, like, the whole game. Oh, and you like that? Oh. Yeah, I just take I like take my aggression out of people. <laughs> okay, then. And it's right. and that, it's, it's legal. So. Yeah, that's yeah. legal. How t how tall are you? What's your listed height? Six twelve. Okay, so as a low post player, that might not have been NBA. Maybe your coach was right mm -hmm. that it was hey, you know, exactly. Heck of a player, but Looking six four right. sounds like a football player. Oh, but I can move though. Okay, well, we've okay, 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 okay. We, we've seen that, actually. Yeah. Some of the best plays I, you've I, made have been because you can move so yeah. well. I can go on a perimeter if I wanted but to. then the real person who could move was Malik, who was the state champion wrestler in high school. I was getting there. Yeah. That was the guy who could do some moves. What, when did you decide that you had to just focus on football when you went to Nebraska? God, I was always football. Wrestling was just to keep me in shape for football, to keep my weight down. <laughs> Never really, like thought about pursuing it after. Did it help you though, like different unique techniques, if you would, for wrestling and football? How does it translate? Um, I say the the mental the mental toughness you gotta have to wrestle to go through a practice is uh is pretty much equivalent to like a fall camp. 
you know, how in football, are we out there grinding, mm. full pads every day, or a Marinelli individual? <laughs> That's your ass Ross about his first practice. Oh, we're fixing to the race. Yeah. I'm just on the other side of this coming up break. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, oh, man, Brad, you know what just happened? What just happened? I forgot. Oh, man. <laughs> I had a great question. Guess what? It'll be I, I, I Oh, I got it. It's back. Because I, I was going to say. Hold the phone, I, everybody. It's I, back. I, I don't know how to tell you this, but that's going to get worse. Oh, no. With age. <laughs> no. So you said uh, wrestling to keep the weight down. Mm -hmm. Are you now at this point? I find it fascinating because a lot of offensive linemen and defensive linemen you see when they're done playing football, they shrink. Which way does your body want to go, up or down? Do you have to keep it up there, or do you have to keep it down there? I got to keep it down there for sure. Okay, are we snacking? What What are we doing? <laughs> uh, just all around discipline. Just got to be better. Okay, all right. I got, some, I got some of this great asparagus down here. If you I want. mean, sure, it's fried. Yeah, deep yeah, fried, but yeah, it's yeah, delicious. But, but inside the deep frying is asparagus. It's a vegetable. It's a vegetable. Yes. I promise it's green. It's healthy. <laughs> we are just getting started on the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour at the uh, Omni Frisco this evening with our special guests, Daniel Ross and Malik Collins of the Hot Boys, Cowboys Defensive Tackles. And we are brought to you, as always, in part by Omni. Next time you travel for an away game, here's how to make the most of it. Stay with Omni Hotels and Resorts. They have 60 premier locations coast to coast with things like world-class spas, championship golf, and great dining. Visit OmniHotels.com to learn more. Omni Hotels and Resorts, the official hotel of the Dallas Cowboys. And by Lucchese. Lucchese Bootmakers now open at the Star in Frisco. Shop from a variety of world-class handmade cowboy boots, as well as all new signature apparel and accessories. Visit their brand new store today and experience the tradition that is... Lucchese Bootmakers. We'll be right back on the Cowboys Hour. Back, back, back. <laughs> Cowboys Hour, supported by Albertson, and broadcasting live from the Omni Frisco at the Star. Third and seven at the 15, and Prescott and the gun, they look like they're going to blitz. Here comes everybody, slant in the direction, Cooper Cole on the bounce, off the defender, Cooper walks into the end zone, touchdown, Cooper Cowboys win. Well, of course they do, it's Cowboys Victory Monday. Back on the Cowboys Hour with our special guests, Malik Collins and Daniel Ross with uh, Jeff Cavanaugh and Taylor Stern. And, and we were talking a little bit about the uh, athletic prowess of both of these men moments ago. Um, but I, I know Malik and I have probably had this conversation before. You're, you're from Kansas City. Mm -hmm. you, you know, I went to Missouri. Yep. Yeah, Malik knew that. <laughs> What's up with Nebraska? Missouri didn't recruit hard enough. Ooh. Mm. So the you pocket, had a lot of So the pockets weren't deep enough. I like three. <laughs> but, nah, I didn't get paid. <laughs> oh, come on. No I one wish. ever has. No one ever has in college sports. Who was it? It was Nebraska, Arkansas. Nebraska, Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas came late. Um, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri. Acts like At least not. they were in it. Yeah. At least they were smart enough to be in it. All right, let's let's uh, let's come back to present day for a minute, and then uh, I don't think we're quite done with Daniel Ross's basketball career yet. I have this feeling, but but uh, let's come back to the present day. So, um, you, I think everybody recognized that you guys had a good defense at training camp, and I think we saw as the season was unfolding that you had something building. Obviously, over the last month, it's gone 
nuts. And uh, you p therefore put pressure on yourselves to continue to do it every week. And now people are going to be gunning for you. I want to know what it's like. Daniel, you can go first. What's it like from the inside when you start getting these results and suddenly the statistics become meaningful because it's not for three games, it's for a whole year, and then you have a game like you did against the Saints. And what's that like from the inside to be part of that? Man, I just, I just feel like it's a, it's a total blessing, you know, to be a part of this group, group of guys. Uh, we really take heave in each other. Like, we really, like, lean on each other uh, to support one another in anything we do, especially on the field and off the field. And feed off each other, inspire each other, yeah, play we well because of each other? We do all that. And uh, <clears throat> just just me just coming in, not, not knowing the system and, you know, getting used to everybody. Uh, the guys, they, they treated me like a brother. You know, there was our ups and our downs, especially our downs between me and this guy over here. Ooh, drama. <laughs> but, nah, it's it's nothing but a brotherhood, you know. Uh, Malik, you, you, on the other hand, have been part of it mm -hmm. your entire career. What what has this year, this buildup been like? What's it feel like? And what's it feel like is out in front of you? Uh, it's feel like um, what we've been progressing to all these years, for these last three years. You know, trying to trying to build that, and um, we're trying to keep it going, and we're trying to get even better. Like twenty three points on defense, and mm -hmm. um, that's not our standard. What is zero? Zero. It's pretty hard to do the way uh, the exactly. rules are. Now. We still scratching the surface of this defense. We need say more. Yeah, <clears throat> say more. Just scratching the surface. We're, we're just scratching the surface. We haven't even touched our full potential of the defense yet. What are your goals? for the full defense uh, vision to come out to play. Well, defense won championships. Ooh. So, enough said. Enough <laughs> said. Now, obviously, Malik, you're wearing the hot boys hat for anyone who can't see it listening on the radio. And then you've t changed your Twitter handle to Hot Boy Ross. Mm -hmm. How much of this hot boys mentality is just soaked into your guys' group? Oh, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Man. Oh, that I'm just terrified by that. <laughs> the whole idea. <laughs> Somehow I think there are things, there's so many questions I want to ask, and I don't want to hear the answers to any of them. Somehow. Yeah. But it is a lifestyle. That's why it's, it's only a select few. Yeah. So what, all right, so how would you describe the lifestyle to people who will never be able to participate in it? Just outsiders. Like Sean Lee. <laughs> <laughs> You just got to live the life of a hot boy. Yeah. What, Sean, Sean wasn't up to par. Oh. Sore spot. He just, he, he was confused. When we had him he on, was he hurt. was confused. He was hurt. He didn't know what he did wrong. And he I, was a hot boy, then he wasn't. I can't comment on that. I got to answer the no comment. I work with a guy <laughs> named William Boikins, and he got a hot boy's beanie. Yeah. And I'm trying to get one for Brad for Christmas, so... A beanie? Yeah. No, Malik, I, I don't know if a beanie's my style, but Malik, Malik's got me down. Yeah, I, got, I got Brad tomorrow, Mr. Shannon tomorrow. That's good. You gotta, How do you get You gotta those? monetize these I things. get them made. You get them made. I ain't even got this shit. This is... In, in fact, what, what I'm this told... This is a one of one. What, I, what, I'm, what I'm told is that Malik is the director of merchandising for yes. the Hot Boys. Yeah. Is this true, D-Ross? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Hit him up on Twitter. Most, most I'm definitely. a hat guy. Most definitely. I get You're, the hats, man. Now, are you guys in roles? Because I don't know, Brad, I don't know if you know this, but the Hot Boys were a rap group. Yes, I, I, I'm, I'm aware. Lil Wayne, Juvenile, BG. Can't say that I have a lot of them in my iPod, but yeah. Turt. 
Turk, yes. <laughs> now, do you guys have roles like that picked out, or is it just we're the hot boys? Kind of. We kind of embrace yeah. the whole cash money and how they were structured. Mm. As far as, like, Ty being slim, yeah. which is like the, the head guy. Uh-huh. Uh, Who's juvenile? I don't know. We, we, I'm more like a like a Manny Fresh, you yeah. know. Okay, I, I can, can see, see that. that. Yeah, I can see mm-hmm. that. The beat. There, there are actually maybe three people in this room who understand anything the hell about what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, two of them are Malik and Daniel. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So little that you guys keep doing to each other. They keep, like, greeting each other with this little noise. No, it's just that's how we let each other know that we're in the building. But how would you hear that over a loud crowd? Oh, you hear it. Daniel, we tell, always got to be keyed in. Tell me about your introduction to Rod Marinelli. Oh, it was hell. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> my French, but it was, oh man, uh, my my first my first practice with the Cowboys. I was coming. From, that was last November, right? Yeah, it was not last November. Uh, I was coming from being with uh, KC uh, Chiefs seven weeks. Uh, it was um, a culture shock. It was a culture shock to me coming from KC to Dallas. And the way Dallas do things here under Rob Marinelli is <laughs> totally different. See, well, we're going to need you to explain that because a lot of people who only watch pro football as fans think that it's pro football, it's pro football, it's all done the same everywhere. But uh-huh. you've got a perspective that's different. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, all I can say is it's miserable. <laughs> Practice is miserable. It's not fun, you know. But uh, we we thrive in that misery, you know. Uh, they put us, Rob Manelli, he put he he put us through the ringer every day, you know, just to test where our mindset is and how strong our mindset will be. Now, for Malik, when you first met Rod Manelli. Was it similar? Would your response have been something along those lines? And how does it change as you've been around him for a while? You've established yourself on the team. Does he does he get easier on you? Does the it's, it's the same thing every day. Um, fortunately, I had a couple contest clues. I talked to Randy about it. You know, I had a uh, I worked out with Big Cat previous to the draft, and um, just Big Cat. That would be Leon Lab for anybody yeah. who doesn't know. The that was like a two and a half hour workout. So I was like, I was just preparing for that. So, so that your workout with Leon Lett was like was a two and a half hour workout preparing for the draft. That. It had to be a violation at that time. <laughs> <laughs> easy no, no, now, no. easy, sir. No, easy. No. <laughs> uh, okay, I think you would have a great perspective on this because I think uh, watching Randy Gregory from the time he was drafted to now being on the field and having a lot of success and pressure in the quarterback. Uh, a lot of people have a lot of different views on Randy Gregory. Some people would say the way the NFL system is set up isn't necessarily the way it should be to help people get to where you'd like them to be. So watching him go from where he started to now being a big factor on this defense, what was that like for you as a former roommate, correct? Yeah, I mean, it's great. I mean, I'm, I wish I wish they got the most, most success, man. I'm praying for him and... Um, Hope he just stays on this path. What's he, what's, he, and he works hard at doing that, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, for sure. What What were some funny things about being his roommate? Oh man, what'd you learn about him then? That would not get you arrested. Yeah. Uh, Was he a snorer or? Nah, he slept a lot though. Um, <laughs> he slept a lot. Uh, I mean, he was a good dude. He's still a good dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
All right, we're going to take a break. We don't want to start another line of questioning before we do that. Uh, and, uh, and then there's more coming. Uh, I want to hear about how the Hot Boys got started. Uh, and I do uh, want to hear about how it sprinkles through all levels of the defense. Uh, Malik Collins and Daniel Ross, our guests this evening on the Cowboys Hour. And thank you, Jack Black. Want to use what the pros use? Jack Black is the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Get your Jack Black Playmaker for JB Faves plus a full-size lip balm for just 10 bucks with free shipping at getjackblack.com. Use code Cowboys. And when it comes time to shop for tailgate favorites, go to Albertsons and Tom Thumb. Get 10% off your groceries every Dallas Cowboys game day when you wear your Cowboys jersey. Albertsons and Tom Thumb, the official supermarket and pharmacy of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. Back, back, back. To the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour. Supported by Albertsons. And broadcasting live from the Omni Frisco at the Star. Okay, 62 on the left hash. And it's a long kick. It is good. It's good. It's 62 yards for Maher. And it's the longest field goal. That was yesterday. That was part of victory Monday today. Brett Maher's record field goal. This is the Cowboys Hour. The Miller Lite Cowboys Hour brought to you by Albertsons. I'm Brad Sham with Jeff Cavanaugh and Taylor Stern. Our special guests Malik Collins and Daniel Ross. Uh, Malik, what was that like? 62 yards right at the half. Most people thought, oh, well, what the heck, let's just give it a try. I got nothing to lose. What was that like for the team when that thing went through? That was dope, especially since he had, he had missed one before that, mm-hmm. you know, and to see how he responded back, you know, it's, it's a testament of, you know, what Nebraska breeds. Nebraska. How often do you guys talk to kickers? What a setup. Yeah, I talk to Brett a lot because he's from Nebraska. Because he's okay. from Nebraska. Walk, <laughs> if I he wasn't, you know. Did you talk to Dan when he was here? Yeah, I talked to Dan, but... Not the, not as much as my Nebraska. Uh-huh. Daniel, Nebraska. Do you, Daniel, do you talk to the kickers? I feel like they're kind of in their own little world sometimes. Yeah, they are, you know, but I talk to them every now and then. Okay. Do you sing to them? Because we've seen, we've got an exclusive look that in the locker room, you are wearing a ugly Christmas sweater that lights up with the sound of your voice and that you've literally sa- serenaded Justin March Lillard with a sweet, sweet Christmas song. It was beautiful. It made Jeff tear up. A little bit. Yeah. You have a great voice. You do, Daniel. Uh, you do. Man. Pursue your dreams. I was a choir boy you know, growing up. Were you really? Is that a joke or for real? No, that's serious. Serious. Did you like Christmas songs the best or what was your specialty? Anything. Okay. Which level is it? What is it? There's like a tenor and a alto. Which mm. would you do? I was like more of a tenor. Yeah. Right yeah. I'm singing right now. Yeah. No. Aww. <laughs> you put it on Instagram where you want everyone to follow you and see you, but not... Taylor, what if you started took it? out your phone and recorded Daniel me. for Instagram? I'm puzzled. And then, and then you, could, you, could, you could put that up yeah, and it, post Daniel. it, and then everyone could hear Daniel singing, and you could post it. What's oh, your this fo- is after the show. No, right now. Daniel, you need a shout out. Make the kids happy. Hey, hey, no, right there. Don't you want to hear hey, Daniel say this a little something? Me. They get, Daniel, just do it. They're going to on the spot like that. Yeah. What was the Christmas song? <laughs> this Christmas. Okay, ready? No. And this. I'm ready for it. Ready? What? I ain't ready. What are you talking about? Okay. Five, six, you, seven, uh-huh. eight. Say what? Hold on. <clears throat> Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, he's gonna do it. Oh, he's gonna do it. Darn right, he's gonna do it. He's a hot boy. He's a hot boy. 
Okay. I'm only gonna do it. <clears throat> Malik gotta say the magic words. Malik? Yeah, he got Hot boy, hot boy shit. <laughs> okay, Daniel. All right, all right. And this Christmas will be a very special Christmas for me. That's what we're talking about. I want that on Instagram before we're off the air, please, mister. Who knew? And what is your Instagram handle so everybody can go follow you? Oh, you can uh, fo go follow me at um, God underscore blessed 93. Okay. Got you. I see you right here. Yeah. Because I know your Twitter had changed, but not your Instagram. So mm -hmm. very important. But yeah. did you guys believe that? That sweet voice? <laughs> it was wonderful. Now, Tank, I think Tank it was had the, was singing on Antoine Woods' <laughs> Instagram last week. Did you guys kind of have like a Christmas song battle? I don't know. I ain't even seen that one. It was Silent <laughs> I was Night. There. It was <laughs> what was that? It was, Tell you me said about it, it that. It was terrible. It was terrible. Where were you guys? <laughs> Give me the scoop. It was at Ty House. It was even Ty Creator. Why'd you think it was horrible? Because D-Log can't sing. Can you? Uh, no. He just I, did. I, no, I, he I, I just can, did. I can hold a better note than him. No disrespect. What's your secret bro, talent, Malik? You what's know. my talent? Yeah, what's your secret talent? I don't know. Hat making? I can sing a little bit, but like not... Not like right now. <laughs> you know, my, my man's voice is not not where. No, it's it would be terribly unfair to ask Malik to do that right now. Sure. So, so we won't. But I'll tell you what I do want to do is make sure that everybody knows uh, the price that these guys pay physically to go out there and perform for our entertainment. So, uh, Malik, how many feet do you have? Two. How many have you broken? Three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Did you get both of them, or was one of them three? Uh, I did both of them. Yeah, I think I did both of them. Yeah, I did both of them. So okay. you, you, the first one was in your rookie mini camp, is that right? Uh, no, nah, it was um in first OTAs. In OT, well, yeah, okay, in OTAs. Oh, Stephen, thank you for bringing Malik more tea. That's great. So you broke your foot. Here you are, rookie, third round draft choice, Marinelli. Mm -hmm. One make an impression, right? It broke your foot. Yeah. And as I recall, you were out of action until well into training camp. Yeah, I came back like the last week of training camp. And got on the field. Mm hmm Soldier. Soldier is right. Now, late in last year, when when last year did you break the other foot? Uh, it's like right before the Redskins game. The in first first game. In yeah. October? Because it's like week six or something like that. Yeah. And you played with a broken foot for most of the year, right? Yeah, it was By fast. the way, missed zero games. Oh. Played in every game. Uh, and then oh, you had boy. surgery on that foot, the other foot, in January. So now we're going to get out ahead of things. Yeah. You're going to be ready for the spring. Yeah. What happened in the spring? Broke it again in May. Can we be done with the broken feet? <laughs> Bad yeah, girl. Yeah. Bad drills? Nah, I, I'd handle that. Uh, how, how do you fight through that? Just to have focus. I mean, um, I, know what I'm, I know what my job is to do, and I know what I want to do, and I just got this inner satisfaction that just drives me 
to be the best that I can be. And then what's the, what's the knee issue that you had? Uh, sprained MCL. Yeah, still have that. Yeah, yeah we did it the uh, the first Philly game. So I did it the Giants game, then I redid it the first Philly game in Philly. So you're you are doing what you are doing. What we're all watching you as productive as you are with a sprained MCL. Guess so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guess yeah. so. What do you what do you do? Is there anything you have to do or will do in the off season for that, or is it something where you have to kind of rest and I'll rehab just, for rest and rehab, give a break. So you and Zach Martin have broken knees and you guys are just out there trying so to string some W's together. Yeah, Zach's said. different though. Zach Zach a different animal. <laughs> well, Iron Man. Wait, go on. Wait, what do you mean? Tell us about that, please. Uh I don't I don't really know too much on his, but No, I mean what do you mean by he's a different animal? Oh, uh, he's a dog, man. So, You're a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the crazy thing is last night, obviously, everyone saw it. They heard Brad's call of Amari Cooper's overtime touchdown. And I liked that Malik, you had quote tweeted somebody saying, I want to get an Amari Cooper jersey. And you said, me too. And for how much Hot Boys love you guys have, you're showing some offensive love. But what has a guy like Amari Cooper done for this entire team, not just the offense? I mean, seeing the, seeing the performance like he had last night is just it's inspirational. You know, you, Everybody go out there and they want to have those type of performances mm -hmm. and those big games like that. And uh, seeing him, seeing him come in here and the way he's come in here and work hasn't said much to anybody. It's just you know a testament to how hard he works and what he means to this team. How much? What do you? Th I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. What do you think, Daniel? He stole the rose right out of my mouth. <laughs> I ain't gotta say nothing else. Why, you word thief? Classic Malik. That's classic Malik. That's the same. How much how much of the other NFL games do you guys ever watch or catch highlights of during the season? I just catch highlights. I don't watch other NFL games. Did you guys see the Chicago Bears touchdown play where they put all their offensive linemen and their defensive linemen on the field and then yeah. threw a touchdown? Yeah, I see. Tell me which one of you guys would be the better option on a play like that. What they what they ended up doing was throwing to an offensive tackle, but they had defensive linemen in at running back. Which one of you guys would be better? I playing mean, offense? I feel like both of us would have executed that play. I yeah. would want to. I would want to like get handed the ball, but like catching the ball is. That's. I don't want to do. You're offense. basketball. Yeah, you that know. seems about right. And good wrestling, hands. good leverage, good hands. Yeah. 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 Good hands. Stick. And Malik just got sticky. Running power. Yeah, I, I dominate that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, uh, and 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 of course they had the the defensive tackle, uh, Akeem Hicks. Is that right? Yeah. Who who they they had they they gave him the ball a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. They handed him, so that was your wish to come true. Mm -hmm. um, I want before we run out of time in this segment. I want to not exclude Daniel from the soldier mentality. What game was it you you left on crutches? Oh man, that was the Eagle game. First, the first, Eagle first game. time we played Eagles. Beginning of the stretch, right? Yeah. <clears throat> no, it was, it was right when Vander Vander Ash uh, caught the interception. Uh huh. Yeah. And so, we, I thought you had a torn calf. No, nah, it wasn't torn. It was it was a sprain. No, nah, it wasn't even a sprain. It was a um, pull. It was a strain. It was a strained calf. So here you are, you're getting in the mix, you're making some plays, made a big play in Washington, you've, you've made two or three with your quickness and penetration, and now, now that happens. Were you worried that you were not going to be able to be 
in the rotation and keep contributing at that point? Yeah, I was worried, but I wasn't that too much worried. After they told me that it was a strain, uh, I just said, let's let's go ahead and get this rehab started and let me let me hopefully be back next week. So focused on getting getting in, uh, getting into the rehab, working with Brett. So. I was able to come back that following week. By the way, they both keep talking about working with Britt. That's Britt Brown, who is the uh, Cowboys uh, member of the athletic training staff who's in charge of rehab. And I've heard it said that as tough as Marinelli is, you would rather practice than spend a session working with Britt. Oh, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, he's going to take you through the ringer. Just, these folks are never going to work through the <laughs> ringer with Britt Brown. Just tell them a little bit about what he does to get you ready to get back on the field. He got these cords. <laughs> cords. And you're only Dude, going 50 cords. yards. But, I mean, you sidestepping and you shuffling. you backwards walking. I mean, it's like. You knee bending. Like, really nothing. <laughs> but, I mean, it's like you just take a toll on you. And yeah. You just be like, hey, that's enough. He just keep he just keep applying pressure. And, yeah. You know, I don't work with him. I'm very familiar with him. I don't work with him. You know? <laughs> no, you don't want no part of Brett. That yeah. was my first time, man. All right. Are you done with Brett? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Daniel Ross and Malik Collins here from the Hot Boys on Victory Monday on the Woo! Cowboys Hour tonight. With Taylor Stern and Jeff Cavanaugh will be back in a minute. If you've got a question, hold your hand up. Won't be a far walk for Stephen to get over there and uh, get it to you to ask a question. We are brought to you in part by Omni. Next time you travel for an away game, here's how to make the most of it. Stay with Omni Hotels and Resorts. They have 60 premier locations coast to coast with things like world-class spas championship golf and great dining visit omnihotels.com to learn more omni hotels and resorts the official hotel of the dallas cowboys and by lucchese lucchese bootmaker is now open at the star in frisco shop from a variety of world-class handmade cowboy boots as well as all new signature apparel and accessories visit their brand new store today and experience the tradition that is. Lou Casey Bootmaker. We're back with Daniel Ross and Malik Collins in just a moment on the Cowboys Hour. Back, back, back. To the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour. Supported by Albertson. And broadcasting live from the Omni Frisco at the start. Prescott in the gun. Tie game, 312 to go. Snap is back. Looking, standing, throwing it deep down the right side. Little cutback. Oh, at the 40. I should probably start, stop sounding so surprised now when Amari Cooper runs 75 yards. Oh, it's I, still exciting. I, I, it, it is exciting. No, I'm used to it. I do wish they'd gotten a, you know, a defensive highlight. You know, when Daniel Ross got in there, you know, got a hand on the ball or Malik Collins got up in the quarterback's face. And, can I go back? Uh, th I never do this, but I want to go back a game. I want to go to the New Orleans game. Mm -hmm. the, the, I mean, Jordan Lewis got all the glory, but you made the play. You got up in Bree's face and made him, and made him throw that ball to Jordan Lewis. Russian cover. Yeah, t just t would you just walk us through that? What do you think in that stage of the game, and how does everything you've done, every rush, every battle you've had, would, you didn't run a game on that, did you? Just was that a straight ahead rush? Yeah, I got yeah. Macho. Yeah, Macho. Is that yeah. your name for it? Okay. Yeah. And had you, you'd gone up against that guy all night, mm. right? So how, what do you do to take the measure of him and figure out what will work to get in the guy's grill this time? Well, I rehearsed the spin move like every day, and um, 
you know, it's just, it's just something you just, you got to go with your money move in a, a big time situation. And I just, I came close, pressure breeze. And it's rushing cover working together. That's what we, uh, so, I mean, that's what we coach to do. Mm-hmm. How much freedom do you guys have on each individual play in terms of what you're going to do? Is, do, you, do you normally have a gap assignment, or can I go left, right, down the middle, whatever I want to try I to get know, this quarterback? You definitely got assignments, but it just depends on. So when it comes to third down, if it's a green call or something like that, uh, I'm in charge of calling the games. So, you know, I call the game, and, you know, we rush it or however it goes. How do you guys decide who is in charge of calling the game. It's just like that. I don't know. It's, it's evolved that way. Nah, Malik, he's the best one at calling games. He just does it automatically. So Now, is that what we're talking about, games, for anybody that doesn't know? We're talking about stunts, where yeah. tackles or tackles and ends mm-hmm. coordinate. And, and so does it matter who's next to you when you decide to call a game? You, I mean, if it's nickel, I guess it'll be tie a lot. Yeah. But... I mean, uh... Lately, I've been rushing a lot on D-Law side. It's a hard side to rush on because you got so much attention coming to that side. You got the center turn. Mm-hmm. You got a back that's possible chipping him. You might have a tight end in the formation. And, I mean, it's, it's never the side that's going to get the one-on-one rush for the inside guy. So, it's kind of go, got to go over there and take on a double team with him, you know, hopefully. How, do you, how did you get the, the seniority and the ability to be the one that calls it if you're on a side with Demarcus Lawrence, who's been here longer? Uh... I've been calling him for a while now. It's probably about three years I've been calling him now. So For the whole line or for yeah. that side of it? For the whole line. For the whole line. What happens if you call a game with D-Law and he don't want to? <laughs> That's why you're the game caller. <laughs> I like that answer. Is it, it seems like lately it's been a lot of the end having to crash down and then you get to loop around, and now yeah. I think I understand why. Well, I mean, that's uh, that's the best way we've been seeing to get pressure, you know, so. <laughs> Is to get Malik Collins free. Uh, it's a funny game. It's a great plan. Well, before we get to these great fan questions, we just have to thank Papa John's. When the Cowboys win, get 50% off regular menu price pizzas the next day. That's today at PapaJohns.com with promo code CowboysWin. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. Not valid with any other discounts. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. And always a big shout-out to Albertsons. When it comes time to shop for tailgate favorites, go to Albertsons and Tom Thumb. Get 10% off your groceries every Dallas Cowboys game day when you wear your Cowboys jersey. Albertsons and Tom Thumb, the official supermarket and pharmacy of the Dallas Cowboys. All right, let's get some Got questions Got some good questions here. over here. I'm seeing some people excited. Uh-oh, let's bring that up. Switch we'll switch out, out the mic. We'll get okay. out to the crowd okay. there in a second. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we're gonna switch out, out the mic. Yeah. Um, I got a question. Yeah, go ahead, please. Well, since you're a great singer and you're singing Christmas carols, what do you want for Christmas this year? What's on your oh, Christmas see, list? This is this is a good question. I ain't got nothing on my Christmas. What are you gonna get your kids? Hmm. Whatever they want. What a I'm good dad. Playing. I'm just playing. Nah. They got to work for what they want. Because <laughs> you did. Yeah, Malik? Exactly. You got some ideas of what you're going to What's on your list? Um, I don't know yet. I'm a last-minute shopper. I can't. No, nah, but one thing that, that I am going to get my son is, like, a Nerf Nerf gun. Ooh. He already, I, I bought him one already. It's, it's the big one. Like, what if the he watched this? Hey, no. 
Dang. Right? Oh. Well, and now we've got a problem. Congrats, you're getting a Nerf gun. You're getting a Nerf gun. All right. Okay, let's get this question right here. I ain't going to say too much. Okay, good idea. All right. Okay, our first question is from Larry from McKinney. Gentlemen, how you doing? How are you doing? Uh, I know that you all have a fun competition amongst each other as the Hot Boys, getting as many sacks as possible, but yet it's a, a unit performance. But in reality, what would you cherish more in your career? Having the most sacks or at least returning one fumble for a touchdown? Oh, Steve, we've got such a smart audience. I love we these really questions. Do. All right, D. Ross, you're first. I got to go with the touchdown. You, I feel like you'd have a celebration, Dan. Most definitely. Prepared. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Can you tell us or we got to wait for it? I usually got to wait for that. You know, if it ever happens, but just know. <laughs> that, that, that's what I'm going with. It's I, I say touch. most sacks. Um, if you go, like, if you're going like sacks over time, I would say more sacks because it would mean more than a touchdown in one period. How many, uh, okay, so if we said you were going to lead the team in sacks this year or return a touchdown, you're taking the sacks. For sure. What if we move the touchdown number up? What if you ran back? Four fumbles for a touchdown. Oh, that's different. Then would you let? <laughs> then would you let Tank have the most sacks? Yeah. Yeah. What about two touchdowns? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so at that point, once it's yeah, more man. than one, yeah. we, we just have to establish the price. We yeah. understand what's going. There's on. always a price. There's always a price. Okay, next one. Our next question is from Don from Allen. Well, before I ask my question, first, you guys have got to check the video out on this podcast. Because when you were singing, he was channeling Ray Charles on the other end. You got to check that out. It's worth it. But the question I have for you is Kyler Murray took, took the Heisman Trophy this weekend. And he's got an opportunity to play baseball. And he's got a great career toward football. Had you guys having dual sports and growing up in kind of the same atmosphere and haven't been in the league now for a while, what advice would you give to Kyler Murray? Oh, I like, look at this. Another smart question. Go with your heart. You know. Did you? Yeah. You did? You, basketball is not your first love? It was my first love, but I went with my heart. My heart was telling me football. Okay. My mom was telling me basketball. Because? Because I loved it. You know, I loved the, you know, the just the, the locker room, the, the guys that I was around, uh, the traveling, different cities. It was just, it was just, you know, a fun time, but. When it comes down to business, football was my business opportunity. So, as we said, you, you were in Edmonton in the CFL. You were uh, with the three teams on the practice squad. And now you this is the longest you've been anywhere in the mm -hmm. NFL. Do you feel like you found a home, D. Ross? Right now, yes. You know, I feel like that I can really establish myself uh, with the Dallas Cowboys. All right, I've got one more question for each of you. Sounds like you're anticipating. Rod Marinelli, <laughs> as we know, is not only a taskmaster, but he's got nicknames for almost everybody. <laughs> almost everybody. How many are safe for air on the radio? Well, this is always an issue. we got 30 seconds left. Malik, does he have a nickname for you? Yeah, Rosie. Why? Um, the fearsome foursome. Rosie Greer. Rosie Greer. I knew that. Yeah. What's yours, Daniel? <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> uh -oh. What, is, what is your nickname? Uh, I don't even know. 
It's a bad thing. Okay, it's a bad thing. We're not going to do that. There are children present. Thank you. Everybody give Malik Collins a day. Ross a big hand. Thanks to Taylor Stern and Jeff Cavanaugh. We will be in the Ford Center next week on the Cowboy Hour.